0: Welcome to Telehealth Talk with Sarah and Delbert. And we are so excited today. We have our first guest on Telehealth Talk, and he is Michael Manley, and I'll let him introduce himself.
1: Yeah, thanks for the invite today, uh, Sarah and Delbert. Um, I'm Michael Manley. I'm the Director of Outreach for the Center for Distance Health here at uh, UAMS, but I'm also the day-to-day Director of the Arkansas SAGE, which is the Virtual Stroke Program. I've been with the Center for Distance Health for doing telemedicine for 12 years now. And, uh, and it hadn't slowed down one bit, uh, as you know. So just glad to be here and uh, looking forward to talking with you guys.
0: Always oh, moving. Well, I know um, Telestroke is a big um, subject nationwide, and there are multiple different types of programs. What do you think really stands out about Arkansas Saves and what makes it different?
1: Well, I think I mean besides the obvious fact, which one of them sitting right across from me is the people that make it the difference or whatever. I mean the the crew that works Arkansas Saves uh, is hardworking and um, and it, we've been doing this for seven years now. It started in November of two thousand and eight, and it's grown every year. But unlike a lot of the other I think telestruck programs that are out there, we don't just put a piece of equipment into a hospital and you know show them how to turn it on and do the camera and then give them the finger guns and say, hey, call us when you need us, and then walk out. There's a lot that goes into that. Because, uh, Every time we go into a hospital, and I'm very proud of this, and it's, it's not just about the stroke part, but also when we do high-risk OB or anything we do here at the Center for Disease and Health, we start with the patient. We get everybody concentrate, and the reason we're doing this and we're doing it well and have been successful is because we all concentrate on the patient of, of that outcome with that. So I think the, the way we implement the program makes uh, the, one of the biggest difference with the people we have or whatever. Um, and then probably the other, the other part uh, that a lot of the other, uh, I think, stroke programs don't do is the amount of community education that we do here in the state of Arkansas.
2: For our uh, community education, I know that's something that's uh, near and dear to a lot of us that are in uh, the Arkansas SAVES program, but uh, Michael, what do you think makes that so exciting, and what um, should
1: our listeners know about that? Uh, You know, again, we can have the, the perfect clinical situation in the emergency departments, but unless everybody gets there in time so uh, that's what the importance is, not only the best outcomes for the patients in the emergency department, but knowing what we can do with uh, with Activase or the clot-busting drug we give now with stroke is just phenomenal. I mean, we see it day in and day out. Every time I go by the call center and they're doing a live call, uh, it's amazing to be able to watch that in action. Uh, but the probably one of the biggest reasons we're not able to give that clot-busting drug is because people don't get in in time. So, you know, our whole... Uh, Uh, Community education part uh, is wrapped around the national program, which is FAST, which is F-A-S-T, face, drooping, facial uh, disparities, um, A for arm, uh, and then S uh, for speech, slurred, and then also T for time, which is call 911 and get to the hospital because this is an emergency. This isn't anything to mess around with.
0: I hear you have a new fun thing to take on outreach visits with the lay public. Uh, oh,
1: other than Delbert? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. One, um, you know, we are our, our uh, we we have forty-eight sites all across the state of Arkansas, and they come up with some brilliant things. I mean, that they do for the public and doing you know everything from a Christmas float to race cars to you know tackle stroke and things like that. Probably about a year and a half ago. Uh, Rick Washam, who's the director of our community education part, and Delbert uh, were kind of getting on to me about this new thing they had seen. It was called a mega brain. And so I was like, well, I don't know, you know, and, and so I made them take me to see one. I said, if you'll take me to see one. So we went down to uh, uh, Tech, Tyler, Texas, and they were setting it up or whatever. And, I mean, it took probably 15 minutes to set the thing up. It's 12 feet high. It's uh, 18 feet long, and probably about 10 to 12 feet wide. So this, I mean, this thing is ominous. It's like you don't not see it or whatever. But more than, and it looks, it blows up just like it does a bouncy house or whatever. But more importantly, and it looks like a brain. I mean, you know, right there in front of you. But it's an educational tool. It really is. You can walk through it. You walk around it. Uh, so not only does it attract attention or whatever but it it is a real educational piece we're so excited to get it Um, we worked real hard last year to be able to get the funds to buy it and now it's on the road and we've got requests all the time for it Uh, for this first year everybody all of our sites are excited about having it Uh, and so you know we're excited to get it out to the public because you know Generally, wherever we're going to set it up, you're going to at least touch 500 people. I mean, that's kind of a goal for each site to touch 500 people. Last year, here in the state of Arkansas, we I think we touched over 450,000 Arkansans with our education, and I think that's just going to go up as well.
0: Wow, wonderful! Mega Brain on demand.
1: Yeah, and it's actually going to have its own Twitter account, oh, uh, so okay. you'll be able to follow Mega Brain. Uh, we haven't I don't think we've named it yet, have we? Uh, we're going to come up with a name, but yeah, he'll. Megabrain will have its, its own Twitter account so you'll be able to follow it.
0: Wonderful and it doesn't only just talk about stroke does it or display stroke things or does it talk about other uh, brain issues oh
1: no 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 it, I mean that's the main inference we use it for is ischemic mm-hmm. and hemorrhagic stroke and intervention and things like that but there are other learning modules on there um, that people can relate to whether it's um, you know like uh, what Delbert or some of the he- headache Alzheimer's yeah um
2: uh, cerebral palsy, multiple sclerosis, uh, Parkinson's disease, meningitis. So uh, it covers uh, brain trauma and tumor. A lot of our sites are using it for their trauma prevention programs because it uh, emphasizes helmet protection and why that's so important for our young uh, children and for our teenage kids. And We see that so often in the young athletes that get that don't have the proper protection and that's probably one of the biggest things that we can uh really make a difference in is um just
1: having the proper protective equipment and see he travels with it more than i do so he 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 definitely uh, has it one of the things we were looking at was if it was gonna um as it gets cold maybe we need to get a hat for it to put on top of it or uh so we'll we'll it'd be a mega hat I guess, uh, or a mega helmet if we wanted to do something with that. But it's, I think it's going to be a great public piece, and we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of requests for it at this moment.
0: Wonderful, I I think it's a a wonderful thing to open the discussion uh, of all these uh, different things like stroke. You know, a lot of people probably just don't think about it or that it would affect them in their family, and so um, having the mega brain there and talking about fast and and things so.
2: Now, one of the things that I'm most proud of for the Megabrain itself is it's the only one that has an intervention piece. It's the mm-hmm. first time that the company that actually designs it has actually put a piece for uh, intervention for acute ischemic stroke. And for our listeners, that's the ability to go up inside uh, the vessels in the brain and actually uh, either dissolve that clot by injecting amounts of the medication directly at that clot or by actually taking some type of device in there and there are many different types but they could actually take that device in there and actually destroy the clot or actually grab a hold of the clot and pull it out thereby restoring blood flow and oxygen and sugar to that area of the brain and hopefully saving it if we can get those patients in in time but as michael said That one little four-letter word that doesn't seem to matter much is such a big thing in treating stroke patients. Time is so very important.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many, um, I I, I don't think there's but a handful of these across the nation uh, out there. So we're very lucky to have it here in Arkansas uh, and to be able to share it and get that public education part out.
0: Well I uh, have really enjoyed talking with you today. I do want you to quickly talk about how you build the team of uh, clinicians uh, because I feel like that's kind of unique that we uh, are not just one hospital system. You don't have to belong to Hospital X Mm -hmm. to participate so.
1: Yeah you know and, and I mean you know this when we started the Center for Distance Health or whatever we're here to help our Kansans and we do by filling in gaps or uh, filling in needs, uh, here at UAMS. So it it was interesting as our stroke program, uh, and like many of our telemedicine programs, when we first started, people go, well, why would I want that? You know? And so it was kind of, we had to go in and sell it a little bit when we first started or whatever, but because we are, you know, number one in mortality and stroke mortality or whatever, it wasn't as hard to sell us, you know, here in Arkansas. So we started on, on doing that. Then all of a sudden we started saying, Hey, what about this hospital? They started asking us, can we be a part of it? Uh, and we don't, you know, if you're privately owned, um, if you're part of another system or whatever, if you want to make a difference with stroke, we want to be able to be there to help you. So we cover 48 sites across the state and they're made up of nonprofit hospitals, for profit hospitals. We work very closely uh, uh, with, you know, bigger systems or whatever that we're not a part of. Uh, so that's what it's about is, um, you know, taking a, a little resource like we have, you know, only have five neurologists and be able to spread them out across the state in a more efficient way in a distributed network to be able to help these stroke patients. Um, you know, we used to be ranked 53rd uh, at the bottom of the list, and we made some headway. We're now 50th, but we used to be 50, 53rd, I think. So we even Puerto Rico did a better job at stroke than we did. So we knew we had to do something. And uh, just like a lot of our telemedicine programs, though, we we're finding success with that. Uh, I mean, and it's not just about old people. I mean, you know, we've had strokes in their, thir- their mid-30s, uh, 40s that come through, and these people have a lot more life to live and good lives to live, so they're not debilitated and can continue on. So it's not that everybody who has a stroke dies, they don't, uh, but they, uh, they have a hard life afterwards if they're not treated with this, and we've had some great success stories. As of yesterday, we have treated 905 patients in over seven years, uh, so that's never been done in the history of the state that many stroke patients, that wide a variety uh, across the state. So we're very proud of that. And we'll, con- you know, we have people come in all the time for training, all the time they come in to learn about our telestroke program. So putting that team together is important and who we work with is important as well.
0: That's amazing. You're just really making a huge impact, you and your team. Let's say you have a healthcare provider out there that's listening and they want to learn more from you. Do you have an email address that they can email and um and set up maybe a site visit or or talk to you yeah they're they're more than
1: welcome to um go to our we have a website um you know arkansas saves it's on uams or whatever or they can go to the center for distance health website here at uams Uh, but they're more than welcome to call me and they can reach me at 501-526-7453 and believe me i am i'm not the man but i do know the man so i'll get them to the right place uh to make sure that they get you know, the information that they need as a provider or for public education or anything and direct them in, uh, where they need to go.
0: Okay, let's keep this conversation going. So, we'd love for you to follow us on Facebook, LearnTelehealth.org, or on Twitter, at LearnTelehealth. Join us next time.
2: We look forward to seeing you again.